1: Welcome to the jungle You're my, 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 my serpentine SCNZ at four minutes to one yeah. Welcome to the Wednesday Jungle here on SCNZ with Brian, Stephen and Louie in the house and there's a lot to come before two o'clock including right now, four time and defending Women's World WMX Champion Courtney Duncan out of her base and dunners Hey, girl, Happy New Year.
0: Hey, what's happening?
1: Uh, Lots. Uh, A little bit excited. I'm talking to you for the first time in a long time because I know you don't blank me. You're one of the few people that don't blank me, (laughs) and that's that's always a bonus. How's the off-season going?
0: Yeah, no, it's good, eh? it's been really good being able to um, have a bit of family time as well as continuing to work hard. So, um yeah, currently in Central Ogo, sun's out shining, so can't complain.
1: How much how important is it to you going mountain biking and uh getting out there and that specialized and doing the job?
0: Yeah, definitely. Like we say, the specialized is awesome and it really aids to the off bike training. They hooked me up with a couple of bikes over summer, so um yeah, been enjoying that, and uh, yeah, it's just something I'd love to do as well, so yeah, it's a bonus.
1: Well, as far as off-bike training goes, what does mountain biking, or just biking, uh, give you?
0: Yeah, it's just obviously a, a many things. It's um, a really good cross-training for motocross, I think. It's one of the few that really kind of aligns especially when you get up in the hills and you're picking different trails and stuff like that. And then obviously it's really good for the fitness, both like the VO2 and late take stuff when you've got the steep climbs. And then obviously like the long base rides as well, where you hop on the bike uh, in the saddle for two or three hours. So, um, yeah, it's really good.
1: Alrighty, So uh, now I know you. Uh, I know there's change coming for you, and I know you can't say anything. Uh, so when let's yeah. look. Let's look, and that's about the team. Okay. So let's just leave that alone. Yeah. But let's talk about your championship season. What is it with you and sand? You know, sand tracks. Why are they so difficult?
0: Yeah, it's definitely, um, like you say, more difficult than, let's say, like the hard pack soil. Um, and that just goes back to my upbringing and coming from New Zealand. Obviously, we don't have that same sand to replicate here as we do over in Holland. It's just a complete different animal in its own. And um, the only way really to get really good in that is to be there. And, and especially over wintertime when the sand's really wet and heavy, that's kind of when the sand experts, really find their feet and that's also the off season when I'm back home in New Zealand so um, it's, it's been a bit of a challenge in the past but um, I'm definitely I definitely worked on it this past year and I'm going to work on it even more in the years to come
1: So how do you master it? What are the keys to mastering sand?
0: I mean there's many things obviously one of them is bike setup, up, one of them is technique um, just finding the flow and then obviously you've got confidence as. Really important too, just being comfortable in the sand. So um, yeah.
1: Well, I mean, but how do you, I mean? How do you practice that? Do you just have to find sand tracks here in New Zealand to do that, or do you do what you did last year? I think you went to. Did you go to the Netherlands early?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can you can ride sand here in New Zealand, and that will kind of help you a little bit. But it's it's completely different than Europe. I mean, to give you an example, when we go to a track in New Zealand, there's a few riders at the track, so the track doesn't. Change, so you're not learning to adapt and find different lines, and the sand doesn't get super heavy or deep. Whether in Holland, you've got a hundred or so riders that a track per day. Um, so yeah, and it's super heavy. It's hard to explain, but you need to be there to train in it. So um, yeah, uh, this the year.
1: The the one thing that has been noticeable, particularly last year when your championship year, was the number of riders that are now in the WMX.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, it's the field is getting stronger and stronger, and obviously there's more depth there now. Like there's probably seven or eight girls that can end up on the podium on the weekend, which is awesome. Kind of when I started, there would might have been, you know, three or four max, but um, now you've got the older ones still there, and then you've got some young rookies coming through that have a lot of explosive speed and um, eager to win. So yeah, it's. It's getting better and better and um, making it tough but it's also good for me. Kind of, it kinda forces me to get better and look for ways to do things differently and keep climbing climbing the ladder.
1: What's your favorite what's your favorite track?
0: Um it's uh, a good question. I don't know, like I enjoy quite a lot of the tracks. I, mean, I really like the French tracks. They're kinda of got they're really old school, so um, they kinda of let the soil the soil kinda of forms itself and tracks. Is um, gets roughy and technical, lots of lines, uh, quite a lot of defense as well, so quite hilly in, in France. Um, yeah, I, I probably wouldn't say any of the French tracks are my favorite.
1: Yeah, I noticed, that they're not on the calendar next year, so it's, it's down from to a five round. You start in Sardinia in Italy on the 6th to the 7th of April, and then you go to Spain, yep. Germany, the Netherlands, and Turkey again.
0: Yeah, no, there's six. They updated the calendar. They always oh. provisional which is um, obviously not like the confirmed calendar and the last time they come out we have another round in June in Italy and Midorah. So um uh, yet to ride there before but it looks like a really fun track. A lot of steep uphills and downhills and uh, yeah, I can't wait to
1: get, get a month it, Cordy, I've always wondered, do you do track walks like a lot of motorsport uh, motor, motor individuals do they? Do you go and have a good look at the track and figure out where you can find that that minute advantage?
0: Yeah, like on Friday when we arrive at the track, we will wait for a track walk, but there's not too much thought to go on if I just feel the track out, because obviously when you get to race day, it's completely different than walking the track, and the way the lines fall, uh, they vary um, depending on who's in, out first on the track in the morning and how much water goes down. So it's kind of something you just keep an eye on throughout the day and, and just watch the changes and just got to adapt when it's time to go racing really.
1: Is it a lonely sport?
0: Uh, yes and no. Like, there's not very many kiwis on tour, and there is a lot of days where you spend on your on your own, and um, you are a long way from home. So, uh, when you're winning, everything is fine, right? Because you're you know you're in a good headspace and you're having fun with it that. But you know, after a bad race, it can get pretty lonely at times. But uh, yeah, it's just part of the job. There's um, there's a lot of rewards that come with it. So it's just something that you knuckle down and. Understand that there's tough days And and good days And lonely times And all of that And it's just a part of it
1: Have the financial rewards got better The more championships you win?
0: Yeah, I would say They've definitely gotten better From when I first started out Um, But at the same time You know, you're you're still gunning For those wins, obviously Um, That's where, yeah A lot of the money comes from Is making wins, right? You're paid to perform And when you perform You get rewarded
1: Hey, did you go to the big um, FIA Motorsport Awards at the end of the year?
0: No, no, unfortunately I missed that one. Um, I actually went in for a tidy up on uh, the knee, I had surgery on the knee in November, so um, which was right around the date of the award, so I chose not to attend that, just focused on recovery, so um, yeah.
1: What's the story with the knee? I just had a little tidy up, eh? I
0: just had some loose cartilage and some loose bodies in the knee, so we just decided since it was off season to get that fixed. So, um,
1: yeah. Now, now the one thing I love about you is that you give back. And uh, did you run your Kawa Girls, it's Kawa girls Park camps in Huntley again this year? Or last year, should I say?
0: Yeah, yeah. We had a couple of Kawa Girl camps in November, which was really cool. We had some pretty big turnouts uh, this year, which was awesome to see. And, uh, yeah, just the growth. The girls and the boys are awesome. It's... Um, Beyond what I ever imagined growing up, like I said to people, there wasn't even a girls' class when I started racing. So to see you know like 50, I mean I think we had like a hundred girls throughout the camp. So wow. Was pretty
1: cool. Yeah, I mean, and are they are they are they purely there because of what you were doing in the world stage, and, and be honest?
0: Uh, I don't actually know. I'd like to say that I definitely have been an inspiration to the girls coming through and, and, and inspired them to get on bikes and no doubt you know I've heard heaps of stories and had a lot of you know letters in the mail and a lot of messages saying that I'm the reason that they ride and stuff like that so um, it's really cool to spend that time with them as well obviously my season's super busy but if I can come front home and do a few events here and there and get to spend a bit of time with the girls um, in person it's always beneficial for
1: them hey so how long how long have you got left in this sport
0: um, I don't know. I don't know. Really, it's not something that I have a number on. I think a lot of athletes will tell you, when, you know, they don't know when their time's up until their time's up. saying so it. Um as long as I'm enjoying it and prepared to put 100% in it, then I'm going to be doing it for a while. If the, you know, the love stops and I feel like I can't put my heart soul into it, then I won't do it. Um, but yeah, I don't see my time <laughs> coming to an end very soon. I've got a lot more that I need to achieve.
1: Oh, okay. So, and I know you like numbers. So, and you've, 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 uh, I think one of the numbers you've already broken is number of race wins. So, okay. So let's talk your targets for 2024. What are they?
0: Uh, Yeah, obviously big picture, right, is championship. That's what we, you know, go to achieve every year when we get foot on the plane out of New Zealand. But uh, obviously it's not the sole focus. I think for me, Um, moving to a new team, I just want to progress. I've got an opportunity to be around a lot of, um, experienced people and a lot of um, good resources that are going to be available to me. So I just want to grow and um, get better, and obviously enhance in the sand and take my writing to another level and just keep ticking off GP wins and um, obviously have my eye on you know the overall all-time world titles as well. I'd like to pick that off one day, but yeah, you know, we'll just see what we see. How <laughs> many?
1: How many is that court?
0: uh the leader
1: has six. Oh, okay so I you've got,
0: got four, so i've got yeah, a few more to go away
1: <laughs> yeah. you'd probably be kicking yourself thinking that that one injury that year of the year so of took out the photographer or they got in your way you'd probably be well, you'd probably have five right now hey i've got a question from someone on the timber Post text line on double eight three for you and you can either ask this answer it, or not are you riding a green machine next year
0: it's I'll
1: still be Kawasaki. yeah. Okay, so you are yep. on the you are on the Quaker next year, but you're still teasing us yep. that you've got a new team. Hey, by the way, I should have said this right at the beginning. Congratulations on being once again nominated in the Sports Woman of the Year category, which you I uh, think you've done before in the Halberg yep. Awards. Nice little recognition once again. Yeah, I
0: actually just as you got on the phone had a text come through and say congratulations on being a finalist. So, uh, yeah, that's exciting. It's always an honour to be kind of amongst that category. We have so many um, great athletes in our country performing things, the ultimate overseas, so just to um, be there is pretty special.
1: Well, yeah, I, I think I've seen you at one of the events. Do you like getting glammed up, you know, out of out, of, out of kit and glammed up?
0: <laughs> yeah, I do enjoy it. It's not very often I get to do that. Like you say, I miss the ones in um, Europe this year and Oh, so I'm looking forward to getting to these ones and, yeah, like you say, might might glam up a little
1: bit for them. <laughs> well, I personally, and I'm, I'm incredibly biased, but I think you're long overdue and uh, should be should pick up that title, but that's a lot of other people will be thinking other things as well. So, hey, always a pleasure to talk to you. While uh, you're in the car, so where are you heading? More training or just relaxing and having breakfast for the grandies or what? I have got actually a family lunch on
0: today, which is pretty cool. Um, just kind of Working really hard and spending a bit of time with my family and friends, so uh, why I'm in
1: the country. I'm going to finish off with a text, a a text of praise for you from Pete, okay? So you can can take this one. It goes, uh, Courtney Duncan is one of the unsung heroes of New Zealand sport. She's definitely had a major impact on the number of females participating in motocross. Absolutely no doubt about that. She's an outstanding role model for not only women, but men as well and mentioned in your interview she's extremely giving of her time kudos to you courtney
0: that's pretty cool to hear i appreciate it and um yeah bring on (laughs) another good year
1: bring it on girl don't be a stranger and uh good luck awesome thanks
0: mate
1: good to chat to you always always a pleasure courtney duncan 118 four times that's right Madam four-time, Ms. four-time, four-time world champion in WMX.